Hey, it's Shantia B, and you are listening to the Industry Insider Podcast. And on this episode, I'm really, really excited because I have super producer Amadeus <laughs> here with me. Yes, happy to be here. How yes, are you? Yes, I'm doing good. How's everything? Good. Great to see you. Uh, congrats on graduating. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Congrats on the... I saw you doing an amazing internship. Yes. At a Breakfast Club. You yes. It's not like I'm interviewing you, kind of like that. <laughs> but no, I just had it's to, you know, had to, show, had to give love, man. We came up to the school and you did the interview. You did a great job. Thank you uh, so, so much. So I definitely thought it'd be a great idea to, to do another one, man. And you're out of school. You're, do, you're doing your own thing. You got your own podcast. Yeah, so. it's trying to be a little official, you know. Got to have it in a brand new studio. Yeah. I told you, you're not trying, you're doing. Yes, you're not trying, I know. Everybody said, they're like, stop saying that. She's yeah, like, you're, you're doing, doing it, man. <laughs> so shout out to you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And, uh, you know, looking forward to talking with you, man. Yes, and I'm excited because I know you have a super, super busy schedule. Yes. I have a lot going on. Yes. And you recently just finished doing Harboring on a Full Moon. Which yes. the I call it the triple deluxe album. Yo, a lot <laughs> of records. <laughs> Literally a triple deluxe album, one yes. of my favorites. Thank you. And you did a couple of tracks on yeah, there, but nine, you, man, nine. nine. How nine. was that? Amazing. Um, you know, first shout out to the whole Platinum Boy Music team producers um, that uh, worked on the project along with me. Um, he had nine songs. Uh, Chris and I have been we've been working together for about six or seven years. Oh wow, Chris Brown. Um, and we have a really dope vibe. You know what I mean? Uh, it's to the point where. You know, whatever new we make, I just I just send it to him. You know what oh, I'm saying? Wow. He's such a creative being that doesn't matter the genre, doesn't matter the sound. If right. he likes it, he'll take it and go in the studio or write and record to it. So we probably, as a whole, probably have about 40 or 50 songs recorded together. Yeah, because I saw an interview, it was like years ago, that he mm -hmm. had at least 100 tracks just sitting in the vault. Yes. Like, he could put it out whenever. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, and I'm just, I'm speaking of, you know, just the records that we have together. You know what wow. I mean? So I can imagine, like, what the, what the full vault looks like of, you know, just records. And uh, just, you know, just a really dope creative being that just loves to, to work. And um, sometimes it's, it's songs written for himself. Sometimes it's just it's hooks written. Sometimes it's full songs that he may give to you know another artist. You know, oh, uh, right. just like kind of like the like the Davey song that we have perfect. Yes. Uh, I think we would just ha just have finished doing Summer Jam. I saw Dave backstage because uh, we performed that Summer Jam with Trey songs. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna be in the studio this week. You know, send me some send me some beats and this and that. And uh, I think I had sent sent some joints to Dave, but I also you know Chris had already had an arsenal. You know, of kind of way music, yeah. you know, produces tracks and uh, loaded up a few joints and they knocked out two, two songs and one of those songs happened to be perfect. Wow. You know what I mean? And just to go back um, to the start of Chris and I relationship uh, work-wise, he wrote a song for Jennifer Lopez by the name of Same Girl that I happened yes. to uh, produce with Chizzy um, from L.A. Um, uh, so, you know, it, it could be for him. It could be for anyone. And, that, and that's pretty much why it's so amazing to work with because, you know, you just never know where to end up. Right. So, like, what's an average studio session like? Do you have, like, how does it work? Do you have all the music and, like, you just go in the studio with him at the same time or you have everything, you do it on your own first and then you just meet up with him and you guys go through it? Yeah, it's kind of like a vibe where, you know, we'll create, create and create and create and, and he's in L.A., I'm here in New York. Um, so... You know, the, the funny part is we've never been in the studio together. Really? Never been in the studio together. And I know he just celebrated a, a birthday um, last week, so happy birthday, Breezy. Um, and I mentioned, like, having, like, over 20 songs released right now of just all of the songs throughout the years that we've been yeah. uh, blessed to work with uh, and work on together. Um, but we've never been in the studio. Like That's it's always, crazy. always been a thing where I've, you know, have a batch of tracks, mm -hmm. create a folder, 
and sent it to him or sent it to his engineer. Shout out to Pat. Um, and yeah, and that's how I, you know came about where we still haven't been in the studio. Wow. So I imagine, you know, what it'll be like, you know, in once we studio. do end up in that one room and that you know creating environment together, what it'll be because you you know you're already getting amazing music, right? And we're not even in a, in the same room. And that like goes to show like for your skill and like you guys both you could really mesh and have the chemistry yeah. like that to really put that music and not even be in the same room because right. I always see stuff all the time like you know it's a different vibe when you're in the studio with someone like with Styles P just saying it in the right. Breakfast Club interview yeah. like you know it's different when you're in the studio and like the vibe is there and you guys mm-hmm. are creating at the same mm-hmm. time so Absolutely. I can only imagine how it is like yeah. on completely different coasts different Man. time zones yeah. back and forth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very challenging but you know when when you love it you know we talked about this earlier before we even started when you love it man it's, it's not even work because it's like this is what I love to do yeah. so whatever it takes you know to, to accomplish or to G, to achieve the goals that we set for ourselves you know we, we, we make it happen right so when did you know like this is something you love to do man um, I was in high school probably about 15 to 16 years old I was already playing drums and you know playing drums in church and playing drums in school and first freshman in like the seniors band and kind of like you know uh, coordinating and running the band um, so I just knew that I loved music and I loved the beats and the music that surrounded the hip hop that I loved listening to uh, thought I was going to be a rapper <laughs> you know just you know, let that go and just stuck to the beats and stuck to the music and I just you know fell in love with it like I said and I made a decision really early you know in life and, and like I said I was in high school when I when I decided to really you know do it full time and and, yeah. and and put my all into it and really work towards becoming you know a successful producer so it started really I started really young did you get support from your family or it was more like I have to prove something to them so they know like I'm passionate about it um well they're they're my mom and dad were music lovers um so I was always surrounded with music um growing up um, but they weren't like creators in, in regards to music. Right. Uh, for me, I loved hip hop. They loved like the R&B and the soul and um, the gospel. And so I had to, and they were very spiritual. So I had to kind of like hide and sneak and listen to hip hop, you yeah, know, when I could, <laughs> you know, so it was, it was, it was kind of frowned upon in my household and only because of the, the profanity and the lyrics, gotcha. lyrical content, you know, they, they just didn't really approve of me listening to that type of music, you know, not knowing how that music can mold and shape me, not knowing that, you know, I was my own individual and, you know, I was a leader and not a follower, as you can see, because I, you know, started my music career in high school. Um, but yeah, man, it wasn't, you know, I didn't really have any musical people in the family sports. Very intelligent. My, my dad worked on Wall Street. My mom was a teacher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. Um, so it's just a whole different field. Yeah. And, you know, and, it, and it, was, it was definitely something I had to prove because they already didn't approve of it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So you had to and, go even more harder oh, yeah, to let them to know. To really show them, like, yo, this is what I really want to do. This is why I want to do it. This is the benefits this is the outcome this is what what can happen if you do become successful so it was definitely a lot of a lot of uh showing and proving right do you remember the first time you heard a song you produced on the radio man yes funk master flex i forgot what year it was foxy brown she made a disc record that i produced called get off me and she was oh, getting at wow. eve and i liked eve and i liked foxy so it was kind of a situation where it was like no, but yes, because you know, <laughs> right. you know, it's like a hip hop beef. You know, Funk Master Flex is dropping bombs on it, and I'm like sitting in the car listening to it, like, yo, this you is like playing un- it back like three times. Oh, man. <laughs> Such a crazy moment, but I kept saying to myself, like, yo, I like Eve, man. So does that mean I'm never going to get to work with Eve? And you know, some some of the OGs was like, yeah, I don't work like that, but like, you know, you didn't make the song, you didn't, you just made the beat, right? You know, you ain't got no, you ain't got no problem. Was it a so, weird vibe when you saw her, like right after that happened? No, nah, I never, nah, I never, I never really had the chance to like 
I saw her in passing. I saw Eve in passing, but never got really ch- not a chance to like meet her. And this is Amadeus, producer Eve. You know, this is you know. Right. So that never really happened. I always like seeing her rocking out shows. You know, being that I was touring with Trey or whatever like that. But um, never really kind of came in contact with her. But I had a really dope relationship with Swiss. Oh, okay. And I don't okay. even know if you know Swiss really even like. To, you know, saw really caught on what what happened. Like even still to this day, to see what <laughs> that I was behind that record. But you know, it's it's, it's hip hop, man, and that's what hip hop is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So looking back now, what would you consider like your biggest accomplishment? Um, let's see, startup. This is almost. I was making sure you was cool over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, man, that's a great question. I would say me producing the theme song for ESPN First Take. Wow. Um, it's two different deep songs. It was one that was produced in 2014 with Wale and Stolly of MMG. Uh, and now there's like a revamped version uh, produced by myself with Wale. And he actually added the live band. Mm. Uh, him being from D.C., they have like a kind of a go-go feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that would be, I feel, one of my biggest accomplishments because, you know, it's TV, it's a theme song, it's sports. I love sports. You know, uh, sports is definitely something that, you know, a lot of people in the world love. And it comes on each and every single day, yeah. twice a day. So, you know, to, to hear that intro music come on every day, you know, um, you know, behind some of the dopest highlights from some of the greatest athletes in the world. You know, Odell Beckham, uh, Carmelo Anthony, or LeBron mm-hmm. James. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, uh, Aaron Judge or... You know, from different sports and different, you know, Floyd Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just to hear the music, they, you see him getting ready for McGregor. Or, <laughs> exactly, You know, it's, yeah. it's an amazing feeling. I remember being in Australia on a whole different uh, time zone, and I was awakened to my theme song on ESPN, and they were showing, like, Melo when he was a Nick, like, dunking on somebody. And I remember How waking up in Australia, like, yo, people in Australia hear this. People stuff. all over the world hear this theme song. So I definitely got to gotta go with that it's a lot of things that i'm really appreciative and proud of mm-hmm. but that i would have to say hands down is my biggest accomplishment biggest moment. i can only yeah. imagine like this in a whole different time zone just chilling Man. and then you just like, here did you feel emotional oh yeah i'm very emotional I'm the, you know I'm, I'm, the, I'm the king that you know i'll be crying on stuff like, uh, you know because it's like a you know I'm, I'm a young kid from from the bronx you know what i'm saying 169th washington avenue so it's like where i'm from you know, it's like we. I ain't supposed to be here. You know, I ain't supposed mm. to be doing. You know what I'm doing. I'm. I'm like. I'm either supposed to be in in jail. I'm supposed to be dead. I'm supposed to be, you know, selling drugs or some kind of you know dude that stands on the corner all day. But you know, I, I broke the I broke the uh, the rules, man. It's like nah, <laughs> I'm from here, but that don't mean that I have to be of what I'm. But what my surroundings so, yeah. are. You know what I mean. So yeah, it's definitely an emotional moment. Um, and it's something that I wake up to every day. Every day, you know, before. You know, I start my day, or even if my day is started before it comes on, because it comes on at 10 a.m., I sit there and I, I watch that. I, I just watch that moment, no matter where right, I am. Yeah. From, the, you know, seeing it on the plane when I'm flying back home from Vegas to, you know, being at the crib to being in hotels around the world from traveling, you know, every, anywhere I can watch it, I watch it. And it's like a, it's like a, a kind of a pat on the back. It's yeah. kind of a, a, a motivation for myself to just keep pushing, you know what I'm saying? To, to keep going, to keep hustling. It's like, look, this is you every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But also an eye opener to not be comfortable either. Right. You know what I mean? Like, even though it's on on all day, even when people hear you all around the world, it's like, okay, what's next? You know, so appreciating each moment, appreciating each goal that's achieved, but also staying positive and motivated to, to accomplish the next thing. Right. Even now, like, with everything through your career, like, you still don't feel comfortable? Like, you always feel like you have to go, like, take that extra step? Oh, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's always something new to do. There's always something new to accomplish musically. You know, think about it for you. It's always some amazing being to sit down and interview and just to get the backstory of their thought process. You know what I mean? So just like it's, you know, more music for me to make, it's more people for you to interview. It's more yeah. people, it's more content to give the world. There will always be more to give. So you always want to have that mentality of what's next? What can I do better? Who else can I work with? How many more songs can I produce on Chris Brown? What what, what cities or what what places around the world have we, haven't we been to to give the people a Trey Songz concert you know right, what I'm saying yeah. so it's always like that makes you sense. know what's next yeah where the dopest place you've traveled to like throughout your career uh, definitely Australia definitely Australia um, you know I think it's amazing that you can travel to a place where they call it the bottom of the world right yeah um, and you you know the, the time zone is completely flipped so like right now if it's 2.05 it'll uh, PM it'll be like 2.05 AM over there wow. you know Completely, so it takes yeah. time you, you know you, they give you a few days off so you can adjust your mm -hmm. body can adjust you can adjust to the different time zone to be able to work you know what I'm saying because right now I would have to be trying to get some rest and go to sleep yeah you know what I'm saying and then I'm performing or doing a show you know you know it's just like the opposite of everything so that's you know that's that's really dope Africa you know mm. been blessed to uh uh, play Africa, a few cities, uh, Namibia, uh, Durban, Johannesburg. Uh, so just to go back and experience where we're from, yeah, and and to see you know where it all started was amazing. Cause I I definitely thought it was like the whole everything was like woods, right? And like forest. And that's like, exactly what I would think too. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think that's how no they portray it in the media. Yeah, yeah, no streets, no buildings. Just like you know, as soon as I get off the plane, like you know, and I'm not being funny. I'm being this is how I really thought. Like as soon as I get off a plane, like a a, a line to come running past me and I gotta run you know yeah. what I'm saying like, that's what I envisioned and when I got over I'm like yo they just like us man whole, yeah. like, you know from Pinses to, to Bentleys to Jerry's to Jordans to high rise up. buildings like yeah. it's the same thing uh, and I gotta say London too like I'm really popping in London <laughs> <laughs> like you know a lot of parties a lot of uh, hostings kind of like New York or yeah like really popping in London to the point where you know I remember like Trey coming up to me like yo where we at tonight Oh, oh, what's going on? Yeah, I was kind of letting London, but just a dope vibe, dope people, dope food, uh, and it's just amazing to travel the world and just to see the different cultures and, yeah. and how people live and how people eat, the different currencies, the different food, uh, different language, how people talk, the different swag. Because it's like you go to Japan and they're dressed just like you. You know what I'm saying? It's exactly. Like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> like, what kicks you wearing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So, did you have a mentor starting throughout? Uh, a few, a few. Um, uh, def definitely uh, Derek Gobble, who actually uh, passed away, was a minister of music at my church, mm. um, Faith Temple at the time, now uh, which turned to Greater Faith Temple, and now is Cathedral of Greater Faith Temple. Um, he gave me his keyboard when he he had bought a keyboard. It was a Roland XP50, and I was trying to figure out how to make beats, and he like gave me his keyboard, so I would take his keyboard home with me, and he just got it. Oh, I, I would never do that. Like, no, that would never. No. Just got like if I just bought something and it's brand new. Yeah. You know, you want to figure it out and play around with it, and he's like, "Yeah, just take it, man, and use it. You know, just bring it back, make sure it's there for church on Sunday, you know, rehearsal, whatever." And, and he would just let me take it. You know, so him, um, uh, Stephen Suit White, uh, amazing producer, amazing drummer, uh, one of the first uh, kings I seen play drums when I first started learning, and and I heard him play, and I was like, "Yo." That's what I can sound like about like practice and apply myself. So him, uh, Derek D. Angeletti, uh, and Buck Wild, who were one of the original Hitman producers from Bad Boy, um, definitely inspiration. Um, but I go on, but those those people 
you know, really have a lot of input in, in my career as a producer uh, and as a musician. Nice. So, as you know, with streaming services, there's Tidal, Apple, Spotify, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff. But now, like, it's kind of shifting how a lot of more artists are going platinum now. Mm-hmm. I, at least I feel no, like I, I a agree. lot are going gold, platinum within, like, a matter of weeks. So how, what is your stance on all that? Um, I mean, in, in life, you know, things evolve. You know, in world, things evolve. In music, things evolve. So, of course, with technology, things evolve. And it's just about gaining understanding and and, and, and going with it. You know, you can't go against it. You got to figure out a way to go with it. You know, Mm -hmm. so I feel like it's a lot easier, you know, not to discredit anybody that's that's winning and that's success, you know, successful in the business today, whether it's from the artist point standpoint or producers or creators in general. It's a lot easier, man. It's like, you know, you can stream, you can do different things that that allow income to come in or that account as a sale, you know, versus having to go out and actually purchasing albums or when iTunes first came out. You know, going online and buying an album. You know, now you can buy songs, you can buy singles, right? Not pay for the whole album. You know, there's so exactly. many different ways that things can be done. So I just feel like it's a lot easier. And again, not to discredit anybody, but you know, I felt like we had to work a whole lot harder. Mm-hmm. You know, when I came in the game 17 years ago to really achieve that type of success. You know, and now, like you said, like now, you know, you you have a dope record, and it's like now everybody's like, okay, certified gold, certified platinum, certified two million, certified exactly. three million. I see it like, all the time. Like, who did I just see it with? I can't remember. It's like you just dropped. Like, yeah, you know, literally. Like just dropped. Like I even saw it with like with Cardi, even though like she was um going gold already. Like mm-hmm. even before her whole album dropped, her album was already certified gold. Right. I was like, wow. Yeah. And I've know, never heard that before. Like no. with any artist, I was like, she's nah. breaking all types of records. And I think even Post Malone. Shout out to Cardi. Shout out to Post Malone. I think the same thing happened with Post Malone. Whether either either he was like like platinum right away or you know, and you know and, and again it's not to discredit anything from an artist because if you're in demand you're in demand exactly and these artists that are doing their thing they're hot they, you know have millions of you know followers and stuff like that of course with all the social media which also wasn't around you know exactly. when I first started completely different you know, ballgame so now there's so many ways to be successful there's so many ways to be great um, and to uh, obtain success and to do your own thing versus having to depend on a label or depend on others to to really do your thing. So I don't, you know, uh, it's just amazing to hear people talk about like, well, you all need this and I need help. And it's like, man, you everything you need is at your fingertips. Okay. I mean, matter of fact, we didn't, I didn't even have online. I didn't have the internet. Yeah, wow. so you really had, had a CD. So from like, scratch. I had to give you a CD. I had to mail you a CD. Like wow. labels, mailings, label CDs and mailing cassette tapes so that beats can be heard. Not mm-hmm. like, you know, sending beats via email or, you know what I'm saying, posting clips or, or, or links online or SoundCloud. We had none of that. So how does it work with SoundCloud now? Because if an artist is putting it on SoundCloud, obviously mm-hmm. they're not really getting any money from it. Right. But how does that fall into play for producers? Like, I don't really do the SoundCloud thing. I don't, you know, for me, I've, um, obviously my, my resume and the amount of years that I've been producing, I've developed relationships throughout the years from industry to, you know, management to labels to artists directly. So I don't really do the, you know, the whole SoundCloud link and just kind of like having your music up there and anybody has having access to it. Like, I don't really like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, leaves room for people to kind of like, you know, uh, snag your sound, you know, kind of copy whatever you're doing. And that's to say like we all creating something brand new. I always feel like we're all borrowing. Right. Think about but it. We're just know? like remixing it and putting it our own flavor to yes, it. Yes. Thank you. You said it perfectly. You know, so... You don't really believe in like really stealing. It's like okay, somebody did that drum roll back in nineteen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like James Brown's drum was the one of the funkiest drummers that we've sampled. You know right. what I'm saying throughout the way. So it's like okay, now you have the the, the fast the, the trap hi hats. Like you, I, I can play you drummers. 
that that that, that, that live. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back in the day, so it's like you ain't doing nothing new. You know what I mean? It's just you're flipping it, like you said, in your own way. It's kind of like viewing it in your own way, you know, creatively. So, you know, you got to be able to roll with the punches, man. You know, yeah. we can we can sit around and complain all day long about what's not there anymore or what's here now that's ruining everything, or you can figure it out. You can figure out how to make it work for you and your and your, and your brand and your music. You know what I mean? Right. So, do you suggest for upcoming producers like if they're just trying to get like build their resume? Do you mm-hmm. think they should work with the artist that's going to put their music on SoundCloud or? Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it depends on what you're doing this for. Like, you know, for me, it's a passion, and, mm-hmm. and, and I love to do it, and it's and it's my career, and it's a job, and it's like, I don't like the word job, more so career. It's it's how I feed myself. It's how I feed my family, provide for my family. So as long as everybody's respecting that, I mm-hmm. think that's very important. You know, this ain't no hobby. This ain't me doing this for fun. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or to, or to get likes or to, or to you know what I mean? The, the, the social cloud. Man, no, I don't yeah, give no. none of that, man. It's like, it's like this is how I eat. So with that being said, if, if there's artists that are willing to compensate producers and, and to do the right thing, if it's not conversation, if it's bartering and, and it's, if it's beneficial for both uh, parties, producer and the artist, you know, I think it's, I think it's cool. You know, it, again, ain't no rules. I can't say, yeah. hey, don't do this, don't do that. What works for me might not work for you and vice versa. So you got you to gotta go with what you feel and what you feel is best for your career. Exactly. How, what are some producers that are on your radar that you see that are absolutely killing it? Uh, Metro Boomin. Um, I'm, I'm really excited and happy to see Scott Storch back. Yes. Um, doing his thing, one of the legends and one of the OGs in the game. Uh, Pharrell is still rocking. Uh, I just recently met Roddy Jerkins, who was one of my producer heroes. <laughs> uh, we had. How was that? Really cool, really cool. Um, we had a speaking engagement at Harvard, so he was like the one of the main speakers, and I was a panelist. So that's that's how we got to meet at that's Harvard. Great. Uh, who else do I like? Um, I like vinyls. Vinyls is dope. Murder Beats is dope. Um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of young cats, you know kind of doing anything. There's a lot of females kind of, you know, yes. doing their thing too as a, as a track girl, if I'm not mistaken. And there's another female, excuse me for not remembering her name, uh, but it's dope, there's some dope female producers out there that's that's rocking, that's producing like Drake and Big Sean and, and I think they got like a BT special coming or either out or online. Yeah, I know right? what you're talking about. Yeah, that's it's like on, um, yeah. behind the beats. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty, which I think is genius to celebrate, you know, queens that are, that are rocking behind the boards. Yes, yeah, so, through all of this, how do you find balance between Great everything? Um, challenging because you know you you want to win, you want to continue to be successful, you want to continue to be relevant, you want to work, um, and you want to earn money. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And there's a lot of I don't like the word competition, but there's a lot of individuals that out here that are doing the same thing you're doing, you mm-hmm. know, male and female. So um, you you have to be able to have that work ethic that allows you to stand out. And, uh, and, and to have that sound and that greatness musically that allow people to keep coming back to you. Yeah. You know, so that's from the producer's side. I also tour, you know, with Trey Songs, and I have a residency in Vegas at the number one hip-hop club at Dre's Nightclub. So I fly to Vegas every weekend, Friday to Monday. Wow. Um, You know, I, we have the Music one, music 101 College Tour. Yes. Uh, with Uncle Mike, my partner, and, and vice president of Platinum Boy Music. So it's multitasking. We have two artists, uh, one by the name of Captain D-Mac from the Bronx, uh, Flatboy Maestro from v- Vermont, we have an internship program, so we have so many different things and so many different areas and music uh, that we that we got going on. And it's important to multitask and not just do one thing. Stick to one thing. One yeah. thing could not be as hot at the moment, so you got to be able to say, okay, this is not hot. Let me come over here 
and, and build this and allow this to be hot while this warms back up. You right. know what I mean? So and like just, the side hustle, like the nine to five, and yeah. then like you have to have the five to ten. Like, but it's, it's you know it's difficult. It's difficult, you know, because like you said, we're human. We're, we're, you know, we I want to play games. You know, I want to play video games. Mm-hmm. I want to just I want to go to movies. I haven't seen Avengers yet. You know what I'm saying? Me like, <laughs> you know, but, I don't see that last week. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I'm gonna go out to dinner. You know, I'm gonna go have a drink. I'm gonna go to the cigar lounge. You know, but. <laughs> You know, so and it's it's all about also having support system. You know, mm-hmm. having people in your corner um, that that get it. You know what I mean? So shout out to my queen, uh, shout out to my kids. You know what I'm saying? That get it. My family members that get it. My brother, my sisters, uh, my parents that get it. You know what I mean? Like the just the team of Platinum Boy Music. Everybody that that's supportive of the movement get it. You know, you might not speak to me every day. You might not speak to me every week. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You might not see me every now and then. But you know, know that I'm well. Know that I'm out here just trying to be great, you know what right. I'm saying? Out here just trying to build to build a legacy that, you know, when I leave here, you know, my kids, 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 kids are good. Exactly. You know I mean? Based off of the hard work and all of the sacrifice that's been made. Right, and I don't know if it's just with my generation, but I feel like, especially with friendships, and I think a lot, especially for me, like, going out of college, like, it's hard to make sure to build those relationships yeah. and keep those relationships mm-hmm. solid because you go from talking to someone every day to then seeing them once a month and then right, talking yeah. to them, like, once every other month, and it's like, wait, are we still friends? Like, it gets kind of dicey, and it's not like, hey, like, I still have love for you, but, like, right. I have a job to do, move, you know? And those, you know, the, that separation shows you who's for you and who's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be the ones that are, you think are down that have been yeah, rocking with you for really years. Down, yeah. So that's why I wrote Dolo from state to state. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, you know, tra- you know that there's that, that that term and that phrase, you know, travel like travel far. Mm-hmm. And there's a real statement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not always about having a huge entourage or having a whole bunch of people roll with you. Like, you know, I'm here today with you and we do, we're knocking out this amazing interview. I'm by myself. Came by myself. And I and I and I'm like that. I don't need no huge entourage. You know, if you're not working, why are you here? Right. And I've seen people that really nah. pull up have like eight people with them. I'm For like, what? wait. I'm not with the action. I'm like, what's man? going on? Like eight people. I can go anywhere. Make sure it's cool. <laughs> yeah, literally, it literally happens like that. Now working with Chase Songs, you worked with him for uh, a lot of years now. Ten. Ten. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, really? Yeah. Ten years. How's it been? Like, how did the journey been like overall? Definitely an amazing experience. Um, ten years uh, starting out, you know, doing clubs and nightclubs and no space to move and people everywhere and one tour bus for all of us on one tour Yikes. bus. The band, trade, <laughs> management, security, you know what I'm saying? Um, definitely humble beginnings, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But just amazing experience just to see his growth. Uh, one, as a man, as a king, and, and as an artist, you know what I'm saying, with, from his creativity to... The, all of the tour, tours we were blessed to work together on um, to now going from those clubs to performing at like Summer Jam and, and Essence Fest and Vegas and opening up for Jay-Z you know, on a um, Blueprint 3 tour and opening up for Usher on the OMG tour and, wow. and uh, Trey actually brought out Miguel and El Varner to open up for, for us you know what I'm saying so he actually introduced um you know the world to those two artists at least performance and tour wise wow. uh same thing with Big Sean Big Sean had just had his first record with Chris Brown um out and and Trey brought him out on the Anticipation 2 mixtape tour so that was you know Big Sean's first time on the road so you know seen seen a lot experienced a lot blessed to travel the world uh definitely some places we haven't been yet uh, but Do you I have know a bucket list place you really want to go to uh, South America haven't been there yet, um, but a lot of man, we hit a lot of places. We hit a lot. Of you guys into the Caribbean islands like Jamaica, Trinidad. Yeah, we did Trinidad and we did Jamaica. We did you know a few of those places. 
Um, but yeah, man, you know, whatever, whatever they'll have us. <laughs> I, but I definitely won't go to Brazil. I'm gonna go see Brazil. You gotta know? go during carnival time though, because oh. that's when it's like the most lit. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah I'm, like, whatever. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. like that's like the prime time, at least right here. Like, Yo, that's no, like the believe it or not, I never been to Puerto Rico. Really? Never been to DR. Wow. You know I've definitely never been out the country yet. Really? Oh wow. No. You get your passport. I you know, I know. I got my passport. I actually wasn't gonna get my passport, but um, my family member she was like Shanti, like just to have it, you gotta have it, and it actually worked out because my very first day interning at Power, they're like, oh, you know, we need your IDs, you know, mm-hmm. to go through everything and I didn't have like one of my cards and I had, thankfully I had my passport and they're okay. like oh you have your passport good right. so if I didn't have that I wouldn't have been able to start good like two weeks after Wow. so it actually really worked out that I got a passport wow. but I'm planning to go to Trinidad for okay. Carnival next year nice I've been saying this since I was 10 years old. You gotta go, it man. is literally the running joke in the family. Everybody's like, GNT, you need to go to Trinidad. Like, my whole family's been by wow. yet to go. Like, wow. My family has like property there, like, you know, especially with the steel drums. Mm-hmm. If they want me to play, I'm like, Wow, you gotta do it, man. I have to. I probably won't play when I go, though, because, okay. like, if I know if I can go there to play, I'm not gonna enjoy it. Because I'm okay. gonna get a paying art for like 10 hours <laughs> learning a song in three days. They won't be on stage. I'm right. like, They're like, Shanti, you're a crack shot. I'm like, No, like, you gotta go for the experience. Right. Yeah, I want to get the carnival costumes, yes. the wow. feathers. Oh, yes, <laughs> I, right. if I'm going, I need to go all all out the feathers, everything. I, I imagine. <laughs> go get them, queen. Yes. Go get them. Nice. Yeah, so nice. that's my next move. Nice. Go for it, man. Like, we, like again, we set goals. We have dreams, you know, and, and dreams are for us to obtain. You know what I'm saying? So yes. Go after it, man. So what do you have coming up? Um, man, let me see. Uh, uh, you know, definitely producing. You know, for for those amazing artists out there, not just you know the the ones that are known. Some of that are some some of that are unknown, that I might just like and think that are dope. Um, and again, we have our own artists. Uh, shout out to Captain D Mac. A few records out right now. Hold is out right now. Um, uh, think about uh, featuring Juwani is out right now. He has a new single on the way. Um, Flyboy, my show. Rolling, rolling up is out right now. We're about to drop a song called "Distant Lovers," coming out soon. So you know, look out for two new records from them. Uh, Music One One College Tour coming to a city, uh, in the state, and you know wherever we go overseas, we do all that. <laughs> uh, you know, just you know, educating, empowering, inspiring, and transforming any individual that wants to learn about the music business. Uh, got an announcement coming soon about a partnership that we have going on with the Music One One College Tour, but we'll do that in due time. Uh, again, Dre's every weekend in, in Las Vegas. So if you're out there in, in Vegas, come through Dre's nightclub, number one hip hop club in Vegas. All kind of re- amazing residencies. From last week, we had Trey Songs and Ti hit the stage on the same night. Uh, Two Chains, uh, Ray Shrimmett, uh Chris Brown his residencies there. Uh, there Fifty Cent, Lil Wayne, um, Hormis and Nelly, Big Boy. So it's just it's That's just a dope. dope lineup. Every weekend, you know, three three different artists. It's hitting the stage. They have a pool, so it's like a beach club and a pool party. Oh, that's sick. Happens during the day. Yeah, I think I just saw a video. Like, you guys are, like, all yeah, out there, like, literally, yeah. Like, lit.com, yes. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that, uh, what else we got going on, man? And just making music, man. Just making music and, of, of course, me, uh, us inspiring the people and motivating the people to be great and uh, to chase their dreams. I'm big on that. You know, we follow each other on social media. Yes. Um, so that's very important to me. I feel like that's a calling of my life to just help others, just to give, give to others, give back 
push others into their own greatness because sometimes you just you just need a push. Yes. Sometimes you just you need, need somebody that one to tell you, put, yeah. yeah, man, you got it. I see what you got. You got something special. Because at the end of the day, we all have gifts and talents. Right. We're all unique at what we do. Like, I can't do what you do. You know, you give amazing interviews. You allow people to sit in front of you and you you ask the perfect question for Thank them to express you. themselves. Like, you ain't had no paper. You ain't had no pad. No, I don't. Had, like, everything was flowing. Everything was dope. You know what I'm saying? I try and, to get better with that because a lot of the time people are like, you don't have paper. Like, sometimes I'd have paper, but you know why I don't do that? Because I feel like if I have paper, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm so focused on the questions. And, and what I learned at the Breakfast Club is that a lot of the times people will give you your next question if you listen to them. Mm. So a lot of times you listen to them, like they're having a conversation and you could take one piece that they're talking about that's and that dope. could fuel your next question. So when I learned that, I was like, oh, wow, like that's really smart. So now that's every really time dope. I do that, I just always put that in the back of my head and I do that. So that's why nice. I really don't have like paper. I have like maybe three bullet points maybe at most and then yeah but see again so everybody have a gift and unique talent I can't (laughs) think that down and I cannot put together crazy beats for a popping song (laughs) for yellow tape (laughs) it's all good man it's all good man but like you said like we we all work and we out here just striving to be great to live our dreams to to, to accomplish our goals so just happy to be here thankful to be here with you thank you I appreciate it again you come a long way and uh, you know only up from here you know what I mean so keep pushing keep going thank you so much Doing, man. And final question: What advice would you have for an upcoming producer that wants to be in your shoes? Producers out there, man, be yourself. Uh, be yourself. You know, we 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 all have our intelligent minds and our own creative ways of thinking, and you know, never be ashamed of that. You know, always take pride in who you are and, and what you are as a creator, and just be willing to to to, to share it with the world. That's all we're doing. We're just sharing our gifts and our thoughts creatively with the world. And, you know, sometimes people like it, sometimes they don't, you know, but don't allow that to discourage you as a creator. Um, you know, be authentic to your sound, your style. Uh, it's, all, it's always cool to be, you know, uh, inspired by others in regards to what they're doing creatively, but always make it your own. You know, okay. always make it your own and be passionate. If this is what you're passionate about, um, you know, go after it. I feel like that's very important, one of the most important things uh, for anyone in the business, but especially producers being that that's what I am, is to be passionate about it because if you don't love it, you know, the business and the politics of it will eat you alive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's the passion that I have that keeps me going each and every single day that wants to keep wants to keep pushing myself to just keep creating. Um, and yeah, and just and just be you, man. Just be you, do you, do what you love. There's no rules on creating, on how to create those. No, there's no right or wrong. There's just our, our input, it's our take on what we see musically. And again, you know, some might rock with it, some not. You know, yeah. think about Jay Z, think about, uh, excuse me, Beyonce, and all these amazing artists and producers, Timberland and Pharrell. And, you know, there's, they sell, they sell millions of records, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you think about how many people is in the world, there's so much, there's so much more people in the world. Right. And everybody hasn't bought their albums. So there's people that are, that are out there that may, may not be a fan of Jay Z, may not be a fan of Beyonce and, and, and whatever successful artists that are out there, and they're still successful. So mm-hmm. you don't always have to have a cosign or approval of everyone in order to be great. And that's, you know, I think that's an issue sometimes where we look for approval when you look for yeah, a cosign. Yeah, looking at cosign. Nah, just it's just do you this is what I've done just do you be you and 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 put your all into it and and, and create relationships and, and just show love it don't cost nothing to show love and to give love it's enough yes. you know hate out there and you know look look at look at look at no one as competition just look at it all as inspiration yes I, I, I can't doubt that that just <laughs> dropping gems <laughs> dropping just gems me, man. just me man yeah so thank you so much thank for, for being me. on this episode this yeah. is the industry insider podcast with Shantia B